listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's The Sizzle. That's right back, baby, for year three. Doing it big, doing it the way it should be done. Big on the big screen. Big screen. That's right. You can see us and we can see you. Well, okay. We yeah. We're actually see we're right watching now but i am watching okay I, I can see if you're seeing <laughs> us that's what i can see you know who's in the building i'm g sizzle he's j sizzle we are in the building jay how are you feeling today man i'm feeling great man it's almost football season baby time for all the preseason to be gone time to really get down to the real business of playing football for all the chips going to be interesting this year a lot of great teams out there. We're going to see if the Chicago Bears are going to be one of them. Well, we are going to see if they are going to be one of them. But before we can do that, remember, if you have not liked, subscribed, and shared, please do so. Hit the button below. Make sure that you hit this like button, then the subscribe button, then the share button. Make sure that you're leaving commentary down at the bottom after we get finished. You've watched it and you said you guys are great. We love you, baby, and we love your suit. Wow. Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's, it, it's something that needs to be said. But listen, man, we got a three-ring carousel. And I'm going to entitle this, The Reason Why Ryan Pace Hates Justin Fields. Yes, that's wow. what Wow. Wow. Wait to hear this. Wait to hear this, my friend. Oh, baby. This is why we've got, this is only the sizzle can bring you sizzly information. So, Jay, I want to play something real quick for you. I want you to take a listen to this, and then we'll get your reaction on the other side, okay? Okay. Smart speaker. Ten minutes from which former NFL player said the Patriots made a mistake cutting loose Cam Newton. That comes your way in about about ten minutes. For the Chicago Bears, we know they're not going to cut loose any Dalton anytime soon. He's going to be QB1 when the season gets started. There it is, Key, again. QB1. There it is, Key. QB1. Don't shoot the messenger. Not a starter. Don't shoot the messenger in this standpoint. Take it up with Ryan Pace, the general manager of the Chicago Bears. He said, and I quote about Justin Fields, he's exactly what we thought he would be. He's exactly what we hoped he would be, end quote. So why is he not starting in week one for the Chicago Bears? Could, Could we... All right, I don't care what Jay will or or uh, whatever you know. I don't care what they think. I do care what you think, Jay Sizzle. After we've heard a lot of prognostication of how great this young man will be, and after Ryan Pace did all that he did to move up to get him, and now we hear that Cam Newton's being released in New England, and there's a rookie that's going to start there. In Jacksonville, they got a rookie that's going to start. Possibly San Francisco has a rookie starting. Now you're talking about the leaders of the NFL. Most of them are not even in their fifth year in the league. And oh, by the way, we have no idea what's going on in Texas with the Texans. So, Jay, can you explain to me, and can you explain to our listeners, why the hell is Andy Dalton starting these games starting with week one? Because Justin Fields doesn't know what he's doing. He understands the offensive route schemes. He understands that. But you know what he doesn't understand? 
how to slide the, li the line to the left or to the right. Yeah. Did you see him get hit? Yeah. Did you see that? Ladies and gentlemen, if now, you have not seen it, go back and look at our reaction to Justin Fields getting blasted. I mean, woo! Anytime you get your headband and your helmet knocked off, that was a slobber knocker. Yeah, yeah. Now, Matt Nagy's entire career <laughs> was laying on the ground with Justin Fields got decapitated. His head got taken directly up. Justin Fields does not understand NFL defenses. Justin Fields has been pushed to the practice squad. Why is he running to the practice squad? Because he's going to play the quarterback for the other team to go against the Bears' number one defense so that he can learn how to call the protections because he doesn't know how to do it. He had absolutely no idea that that guy was coming off the edge, never crossed his mind, couldn't have thought about it, has no idea what happened, and I guarantee you that wasn't the first time that happened. Guarantee you. So, Matt Nagy has decided, which he should. We have seen these young quarterbacks, athletic quarterbacks, get thrown out into the NFL, mm -hmm. and a lot of them go out there and get whacked. Mm -hmm. And that can end careers. You look at RG3. You look look at look at Russell Wilson when he first came into the league, how mobile he was. Very quickly, he starts sitting in the pocket. Why? Because if you get outside on these edges or you don't pick up a scheme, you're going to get whacked in the NFL. It's coming as Cam Newton. Cam Newton is what, 31? Is he 32? I think he's 31. I thought right? he was 62 after that last time I saw him yeah. on the field. And he looks like an old man right now. He is beat to death. Did you know Cam Newton has the most rushing touchdowns in the last decade for the NFL? No, I didn't know that. You would have thought it had been a running back. No, it was Cam Newton. And now you see him a shell of himself, who very possibly we may have seen the last time for Cam Newton putting on an NFL uniform. Because I don't know if he wants to relegate himself to backing up somebody or coming in week five when the quarterback goes down. Don't know if he wants to do that. But back to the original question, Greg, Justin Fields not ready to start. All y'all hooping and hollering and screaming about Justin Fields is not ready. We want this guy here for the long run. He can't read that line yet. He doesn't know what he's doing up front. And we have some of the worst tackles in the league playing for the Chicago Bears right now. That, sir, is a recipe for disaster. Keep the kid. Actually, they should just have him selling popcorn upstairs. Don't even let him get near the field. You know, it's amazing. You mentioned bad quarterbacks, bad play. I remember when Joey Harrington debuted for the Lions. And I remember he was a quarterback somewhat like Mitchell Trubisky. He had a lot of promise, young arm, flashy. I think he was a better quarterback than Mitch but one that got battered. And I, I don't mean just a little yeah. bit. I mean, he got he got his bell rung a few times. He was battered and bounced around. Just the division. We're not even talking about the NFL. And then ultimately out the league and never had an impact for the Lions. 
And to your point, I think there's a lot to be said about the fact, and it's funny, we're agreeing on this. The thing with Justin Fields is I don't trust the line enough to start him. Now, I'm not going to say he can't learn how to call. You get knocked a few times by defense, you'll learn how to slide protection. Or you'll learn if you make this call and there's a blitz on, this is what's going to happen. So you might want to slide somebody over there. But I can't trust a team that has two uh, two tackles who are scrubs. I mean, I'm not saying, yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. This scrubs. Yeah, you got a left tackle that's well, our age playing, and the right tackles have no idea what the hell they're doing. Right, and then and then you sort of, I don't know if your due diligence was due and diligent enough mm-hmm. that you didn't know Tevin Jinkles had a back problem. Right. Or that thing just didn't flare up the second week of practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't blame any of these guys taking Moultrie whatever they need to do to get through mm-hmm. uh, training camp, to get through uh, the NFL combine, to get drafted, do what you got to do, put food on the table. But somebody needs to know that, hey, this guy has short arms and a bad back. We can live with the short arms, but the bad back is going to be a problem. Now, I'm hoping Tevin Jenkins comes back. Fix, ready to go, and he's ready to play left tackle, and he's sitting out there in left tackle, and we get a pro bowler out there for some years to come. However, that's not helping us at all right now. Right now, we have a makeshift offensive line. I think this offensive line is more makeshift than it was last year. When you have to go get a 17-year veteran who was out fishing, do you know what that meant? That meant he really wasn't planning on playing football. He might have been doing a couple of he might have been doing a couple of box box jumps. Maybe a squad or two, just try to keep everything together. But I don't know he was really actively ready to go play football. And it comes, hey, we'll throw a couple of dollars at you. Come on out, okay? Uh, I got to take my I got to take my fishing line out the water though. I'll be there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So th- this is where the Bears are right now that you're reaching and getting people. You know, just pulling. Hey, oh, yeah, you know that guy. That guy's a six time Pro Bowler. Yeah, sixty years ago. Okay. You know, so you know. Let me ask you this. And, and we've talked about it this several times, and we're going to keep talking about it. What is the fascination, and I won't just say the Bears, but the Bears, what is their fascination with trying to take a player and move them from the playing position they played in college? If you're a right tackle in college, and that's where your skill set was, and that's what you were good at, it doesn't necess- necessarily mean you're going to be a great left tackle. Or like we saw with a, a certain player who's playing in Kansas City right now. Absolutely. Uh, you had a good spot for him. And then you kept screwing him around and moving him here. And then you moved him over here. And then you moved him back over here. And then he gets injured and you wonder why he does a premature retirement. Jay, as the offensive guru and as a line specialist, how... Do you ever expect to get great line play out of linemen who are never in the position of power or the position of comfortability for them to be successful, especially in the NFL? Well, the one word you just said, which I think is a word, is comfortability. I don't know if it is comfortability, but we're going to make it a word today. That's right. You get comfortable because you have played with guys year in and year out. You know what they're going to do. Now, 
if things need to be interchanged, you can interchange guys who have been playing together. Maybe a guy gets nicked up, your left, your left guard gets nicked up. And so your right guard has to flip over to your left guard because your rookie came in as a right guard and you want to leave him in a position that he's familiar with. Well, if you're a pro and you're used to playing with guys you've been playing with for a long time, you could go over and make a switch for a while. Now, it's not your natural position, but you can make that switch. The problem with the Bears are is that they need to take the best right tackle they can find and play him. They need to take the best left tackle they can find and play him. They need to put these people together and leave them out there to play. The Bears, every year they look in the NFL O-line locker room for the Chicago Bears, everybody has tape on their helmet because they don't know each other's name. It shouldn't be that way, especially an offensive lineman. Offensive linemen need to know what your kids – you know, last year I got your kid a, a, uh, a taco truck this year, I'm going to get him a G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. And I think next year when they graduate high school, look, your offensive line should know your kids when they first got out of grammar school, not like grammar school, when they first came out of, of, of uh, kindergarten, and they, should be at their, and they should be at their eighth grade graduation. They should be together six or seven or eight years. That's when you have a good, solid offensive line. Interchanging, moving parts back and forth. Like this, like the Bears are doing right now, these guys don't even know who they, they don't even know who's playing what, and that's why you see. And I, look, let me tell you something, especially about that 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 Justin Fields situation, right? These are pro offensive linemen. You don't think when that call came up that they looked over there and they said, "Hey, that guy's uncovered." You don't think somebody could turn back and look back at the rookie and say, "Hey, that end's uncovered." All right, nobody's got that end. Nobody turned around and said, hey, nobody's got the end. The end's yours. You know, something like that. Let them know, hey, you're responsible for that guy. You got to get the ball out your hand or you got to roll away from him or you got to do something because you've been in practice with this kid and you know he doesn't know what he's doing back there because he's been befuddled before. But you know why you're not able to do that? Because you are befuddled. Because mm -hmm. you don't know what you're doing. Because you've been in another place. And again, these two, these things coming together like this, is a recipe for disaster. It's possible Justin Fields may be our Russell Wilson, but on the other side, he could just be Wilson from Castaway and go floating away on a raft somewhere. If you leave him back there and let him get killed because he don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I wasn't even, you know, that that's a hell of a I wasn't ready for that one. I'm sorry, sir. I was oh, not yeah. ready for that. Hey, always turn it up here, my friend. Oh my goodness! So, like we talk Wilson. about this all the time, though. We do talk Wilson. about like, okay, so you want Tevin Jenkins to play the left, right? But he's a yeah. right tackle. Play him right. This, this recipe's terrible. Whatever, whatever they're cooking up there, this is like sauerkraut and peanut butter sandwiches right now. This is not working for the Bears' offensive line. Who's ever picking these people? Whatever this group of people, whoever are doing this, you need to take them. And what's it? What swipe right you keep or swipe left you throw away? Is that swipe left? It depends on. Your I don't phone, know because mine is swipe right. All right, so we'll swipe, swipe. I don't. You know, swipe them right or whatever. Throw that whole system away because that system's not working. You guys need to get somebody revamped in there because look at this offensive line. This offensive line has been not good for a long time. And you, mm -hmm. 
Mr. Leno, you want him now, don't you? Oh, oh, the most consistent bear? Who has the longest tenure of all of the picks Ryan Pace has ever made? Charles Leno. Sometimes average is not bad. Sometimes average is just average. At least he's average, right? Hey, could you have not just put him at right tackle? I mean, why cut him and you knew he was consistent? At least put him on the right. It's not as much pressure. Well, the, pro- the problem is they probably had the same guys who were doing the vetting of Bishop Sycamore for ESPN was going down checking on Tevin Jenkins. And they didn't know that he had a back problem and they were going to move in the left tackle. They thought they had that fill and they got Leno out of there. And next thing you know, next thing you know, he's sitting at home right now with a popsicle and an ice pack on. I'm just saying, bro. For real, for real. All jokes aside, we talk and we tease a lot of times, but leave these guys. Okay, so like James Daniels. And I know people are like, oh, man, we don't want to talk about no offensive line. But you got to talk about the line. That's that's the key to this whole mixture. All of your recipes in this pot have to start off with a good base. That's your line. So if you don't have good base ingredients, Jay, you know, tell the people when they cook, you got to have a good base ingredients. You got to have something at the bottom of that pot. This is bad pot liquor. This is not even, you, you won't even lick it. This is nothing. Let me tell you how bad this is. Let me tell you how bad this is. The Bears have a 28% chance of winning this football game against the Rams. 28%. That's a lot. You know what that equates to? Mm -hmm. Well, the thing about this, but you got a a new quarterback playing for the Rams, right? This is not like a quarterback who's been established there for the last seven or eight years. Mm -hmm. He's brand new over there. And you mm-hmm. still got less than a 30% chance of winning this football game. You know why? Because the NFL has looked at this and go, hmm, that's a hot flipping mess over there mm-hmm. with the Chicago Bears. Hot flipping mess. So now what are you going to do? Oh, and and, and, and and do we have cornerback issues now? Come you know, on, I mean. You still got, you got a dude sitting there. Like for real, for real. I'm going to start wearing a T-shirt. Free Nick Foles. Just free him, dog. Just free Nick Foles. Just let him go on someplace. Man, I liked how he looked against Tennessee in the preseason, man. I, free he Nick Foles. He always looked good man. in the preseason. He, right. You know, same problem, with Nick, same problem with Nick Foles, the same problem with every quarterback. It ain't Andy Dalton's fault. I want to let everybody know that Sunday night's not Andy Dalton's fault. Yeah. I, I just want to let everybody know that. It ain't Andy Dalton's fault. I just want to do him. What was that? Uh, uh, Goodwill hunting. You know how at the end he was holding him like this. He had his arms around him. It's like it's just not your fault. I was trying to play quarterback. It's not your fault. I was trying to play quarterback. It's not your fault. He just breaks out and cries on his shoulder. That's what he's going to be doing because he's going to be trying to play quarterback, and he might get tattooed like Justin Fields did because one of these offensive linemen out there, especially our tackles. Hasn't been here long enough to know under this scheme, I need to be blocking that guy on the outside. And he's going to go inside because guess what the Rams know? The Rams know that the Bears are confused. They know it. Did you see the preseason games? Did you see Mitchell Trubisky? Everybody, he, he, ha, ha, and all the Bears are going to get out to Mitchell Trubisky, really. And what did Mitchell Trubisky do to you? Right? He murdered, he, he murdered those bums. Murderized them. 
if Mitchell, if Mitchell Trubisky can figure you out, right, what do you think is going to happen? Up here? What do you think Matthew Stafford's going to do with a very good, much better team he's ever had in front of him? What do you think Matthew, Matthew Stafford's going to do to you? You know, now, can the Bears defensive line carry the day? Let's hope. Can Akeem Hicks get there? Let's hope. Can Khalil Mack get there? Let's hope. Because who who's coming opposite of Khalil Mack? Um, maybe this new young rookie, uh, Gibson. Okay, so we we Travis Gibson. We, we don't know. We're going to hope. Hope he gets home because Khalil Mack will need help, even though he's one of the best, still one of the best at pass rushers in the in the NFL. The issue is going back to this offensive situation with the Bears, continually bad. Will be bad. Will be bad on Sunday. I hope they get the ball. I hope they get the ball out of Andy Dalton's hand. And let's hopefully our running backs somehow or another, because I didn't see a great run offense either in the uh, – was there, was there a lot of production from the running backs this year? Come on, man. It looked like – I'm beginning to wonder if David Montgomery should even be drafted. Uh, in your, it ain't his fault. Hey, look, it ain't, look, I mean, I know hit, when you don't have a line. I get it. I get that. When you get hit in the mouth. When you get hit in the mouth, one one step and you get hit in the mouth. That that ain't your fault. Not sure. your fault. It's I I'm I'm giving all these guys our skill people a pass. Hmm. I'm giving our quarterbacks. I'm giving our running backs. I'm giving them all a pass because it's not their fault if you cannot put an offensive line in front of them and protect these guys. Look at Tampa Bay. Why do you think? Why did you think Tom Terrific? Could have went anywhere he wanted to go except for Green Bay. And why did he go down there? Because they were ready to win. All they needed was him. He could have been. He could have came right to Chicago. And people sure. will say Chicago was in a better position than Tampa Bay was when Tom Brady went down there. Mm. But he knew that offensive line was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And now they don't, don't yeah, come on. You know, Justin Fields, I love you. Uh, hopefully, I don't see you playing anytime soon. Please figure out which uh, when somebody's uncovered and you're responsible for that. Uh, that means if you're responsible for it, you got to roll away from it. You can't stand there because he's going to hit you in the mouth and knock your helmet off. And you're absolutely right, bro. When your headband comes off, you've been tattooed. Yeah. Yeah. And you've he, been clocked. And he never got – yeah, he – and guess what? He didn't get hit like that at Ohio State. I mean, he yeah. got tagged. He got hit that one time in Ohio State. I'll take that back. He got nailed in the back that one time, yeah. but that was sort of a cheap shot. Mm-hmm. That was sort of a cheap shot. This was, I'm going to stand here and get tattooed. Now, hey, he got up. You know, he's a tough guy. I, I give him that, but you ain't going to get up for too many of those in the NFL. It ain't, you know. Well, in the great that, words of that, that look, McClurkin, look. he went down, but he got up. I don't <laughs> I don't know if that's what Don oh, Hanks Yeah, if you play for the Bears, you who's that? Who that? Dave Robinson again? Oh, Dave Robinson, Robinson didn't get up. Out? Yeah, he didn't get up. But did you ever see that meme that that one where they had with Bishop uh, T.D. Jacobs? So uh, get up, get up, get. If you never see that, please Google Bishop T.D. Jakes and uh, Nate Robinson. Just Google that, and you're going to have it's going to be the funniest 15 seconds of your life. Absolutely hilarious. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports. Uh-huh.